it is spring yes definitely training in 20 degrees t-shirts sunglasses shorts spring tell me how is that working out for you <laughs> there are only two answers one you are enjoying every second or you are running with regret stay tuned welcome to hypno running the show where we do more than just talk about running we help you find solutions to develop your full potential making you a better faster and smarter runner and here is your host heiko Heiko is my name indeed. Thanks for listening today. Thanks for taking some time out and choosing this particular podcast. Hey, what has it got to do with regret? Well, I'm, I'm happy to finally say, to be able to say, yes, it is spring. First off, blue skies. That's always a good one in my books. Trees in blossom, butterflies. Seriously, <laughs> as I said before, running with just a t-shirt and a pair of shorts. How great is that? Let me answer that question. I said you either are enjoying it or regretting it. So what is the it? Let me, let me give you the answer. I'm absolutely enjoying it. And the it is my running. Why? Simply, you know what I did? Can I share it with you? The past 12 weeks where it was dark, cold, hang on, hang on, let's make that ice cold and darker than you're thinking. <laughs> I followed a strict training routine. And yesterday, as if perfectly planned, I did my, well, I was supposed to participate in a race. But you guessed it, COVID, we're wearing the masks. <laughs> there was no race. But still, my time it really improved. I had such a great result. It was a training plan to improve speed. And okay, look, I'm not, I'm not going to give you the details because the show isn't about me. So I won't, I really won't bore you with it. What, what I want to explain is that I actually managed to, to pull through the training plan to stick to it, to adhere to it, despite, let's say, distractions. Distractions? For me, hey, it's winter, really. Winter is, is always a tough one for me. It felt like that that darkness, that, that real dark winter night. If you've never lived in Northern Europe or you only spend time in the Southern Hemisphere, perhaps in Australia or South Africa, I, I doubt you can really relate, that you can really get the feeling. But to sum it up, it's miserable. And, and don't, come, don't come to me with, oh, it's so nice, the winter. No, it's not. It really... Okay, not going to get hung up again. There, there are plenty of reasons not to go running during winter. I'm not saying excuses. I'm saying they're real reasons, especially if you're up there in Norway. <laughs> My biggest respect for you, Morton. <laughs> you're running in the ice cold and very few hours of sunlight. Now, oh, and I remember during the last Comrades I participated in, I ran a couple of hills with a, a Canadian runner. And I had to ask him, listen, number one, where are you from exactly in Canada and how did you train? So it turns out he's a runner from Edmonton. That's pretty far up north. Lots of snow, few hours of daylight. Now, he had to train during the winter months and there's no way he would have been able to participate in, in the Comrades. The 90k hills and more hills and more hardship all the way. <laughs> anyway, he, he was... He had a good pace. He was running very well. And basically, I trained running in his suburb. I was like, what? You trained for the comrades? 
running in your suburbs and mean the same street over and over again? You know how many times he had to pass the same suburb to run a 10K? Well, obviously, the pavements usually get cleared of snow and, and there are lampposts. So he managed to overcome the ice and snow and the, the darkness by running the same route again and again. What commitment is that? Back to you. You know this. Obviously, spring, you know, and then it, well, spring follows winter. Well, hang on. Every cloud has its silver lining. And doesn't this happen every year? We get that inspiration of some kind of journal or friends send it to each other. And these quotes or inspirational passages, they basically should pacify us. So we do know it's just a matter of time that winter, it's a temporary hardship. The pain, the hardship, the difficulties, it's just for, it's just for that short winter months. And with the right strategy, especially attitude, this phase can be overcome as a runner. Now, obviously, it's something different whether you run in Canada, where the winters are long and snowfall is, let's say, <laughs> impressive, or whether you run in the south of Italy, where there's no snow and hardly long spells of freezing temperatures. But remember, I'm not comparing, because for the runner in Italy, for example, that winter feels just as cold to him as the Canadian is running in his deep freeze temperatures. Now, now why is that? And I'm, I'm sure you know someone like that. Many runners that are heading into the spring, they proudly share their stories of, oh, well, you know, I put on a bit of weight, you know, and <laughs> of course I lack training, you know, I just couldn't do it this winter. And they have these stories of how it just wasn't possible to run, and oh, the danger of, of slipping on ice, that's always a favorite one, or, or some low-level excuse, which, which honestly, it could have been overcome. And whilst they are talking, they are quietly awaiting your approval the approval that you the listener understand you you get it sure it's true oh and the approval you don't need to say a word you don't even need to think about your response because it's enough if you just nod i'm nodding my head up and down that's the yes they are looking for and you know what the longer you listen to the story of icy conditions freezing temperatures the more you start to believe it too oh my goodness they are right I can't run in winter. Even now, whilst listening to the podcast, doesn't it just sound awful running in winter? <laughs> it's like when you, when you browse your TV and you do some channel surfing and you land at one of those telesales. And there's an ad on TV. And you, and you know the one where they try and sell you a kitchen knife? And you know you already have plenty of kitchen knives. Just tell me now, how many do you have? How many do you know? I guarantee you, if you watch the right type of ad, you will feel like you don't own a single one or you don't own the right one. Five minutes ago, you never heard of the ninja knife and now you know you need it. You must have it. And unfortunately, the excuses makers, the runners who didn't put in the training mile during winter, those that are off to a slow start in spring, they have the same effect on us as they have on themselves. The same principle or rather procedure or thought process that is happening inside your brain when you want to buy something that you didn't even know you needed those same sequence of events they are started off it's like a magnet <laughs> two possibilities pull or push now with the excuses maker that's a new word i just invented the runner who doesn't want to run during winter the, the one who spends the winter months creating reasons why not to run is obviously Pulling excuses, actually drawing excuses towards him. And you know what? 
and I'm talking to you, the, oh, I couldn't run during winter because <laughs> it is true. All those reasons why you didn't run during winter, I, I could fully agree. It does get dark very soon. I mean, honestly, who wants to run in the dark? Huh? You might trip or get hit or run over by a car. Well, who knows what type of scary movies you have seen in your life. So who knows what might be lurking out there? There, I agree. Running in the dark, it should be prohibited. You convinced me. And let's get to the cold. I mean, that's even worse. That's a, that's an easy one to win me over. The running in summer is so much nicer. Shorts, t-shirts, and the sunglasses. Ooh, but back to winter. Wearing those layers of running gear, sealing it off with a wind winterproof jacket. No, wait, first... You need to find your gear, then getting dressed. What an act. And if you only have one set of gear, maybe it's still wet because you can't put it inside the dryer. And then to realize, hmm, now you've got too many layers or maybe too few as you head out the door or you forgot something or you can't find that second glove. I mean, that's a definite no-go item, is it not? No glove, no run, so to speak. So, See, coming out of winter and starting at scratch, at zero, it can be a frustrating experience. Of course, first it depends on, on what shape you were in to begin with. Now, if you've also been on a training program, some plan where you actually adhered to it, where you pulled it through, I mean completed it, that's the crux of the matter. And it's so obvious, isn't it? It's like a real-life puzzle, the one you thought you would have finished but you never did. See, you remember it, didn't you? <laughs> well, it's the same with that training plan. So why am I explaining this? Because it's got to do with what's going on in your brain, especially you, the excuses runner. You're going to agree with me, there is some absolutely great running gear out there for even the harshest winter. And no, I'm not going to, and here's my four minute ad from my sponsor. No, it's nothing about that. And if you, if you live somewhere where there are no street lights, where there are no lampposts, then finding the right kind of reflective jacket, headlamp, torch, that's just a practicality that needs to be solved. <laughs> Just go to Amazon, check out the reviews, and the problem is, is solved in, in 24 hours and quick delivery. Or is it? Still not. It's still not going to make you a runner. <laughs> the issue is that something in your mind doesn't click, doesn't make the connection to actually get changed into that running gear <laughs> and then head out the door. Those ads for kitchen knives, they do click. Here it is, the click. I'm not, I'm not saying you end up buying them, but definitely you started thinking of your kitchen knives and how many you maybe have, and perhaps you remembered the grip and the shape of the blade and, well, what they do in those ads. And I've been on the other side of the camera and worked with these professionals. See, they use certain cues that, that stimulate regions in your brain. That's all they do. The rest, you do. Means... You then start to reason, to debate in your head. You start to become the best salesman you ever met. Ha! How old is your kitchen knife? I mean, if I'm just thinking about my kitchen knife, I suddenly feel like I really should have bought that ninja knife. <laughs> I mean, what? It's so old, you don't even remember what it looks like? You can't even recall where you bought it? Jeez, must be ancient. <laughs> and next thing... You think of the advances in technology. Didn't they just say something like that in the ad? And then you're like, wow, new technology. Oh, I get it. And next thing you really are contemplating buying that knife. See, the sales process is something that happens internally inside your brain. And this is what or rather where you can develop new processes to overcome the winter running excuse. See, for a second, 
You imagine your subconscious, the subconscious part of your brain. That's where all the processes are happening and all these things that you do without consciously thinking about it. There are various definitions. You know, some scientists say it's, it's 95% subconscious and 5% your conscious brain. It's like, well, there's another one that I, that, that I enjoy uh, quoting. It's by a brain researcher and a very famous one. And he says the conscious part of the brain is 11 millimeters and the subconscious is 33 kilometers now and if you're listening in the u.s that's half an inch conscious part and 20 miles the subconscious part okay so the subconscious remember it doesn't judge it doesn't distinguish between right and wrong if it gets a message that that you're interested in kitchen knives it will help you find all kinds of information about it it's like your big brother and you think Google is great? Your subconscious brain is even more impressive. And now if you start saying to yourself that it's too cold to run, and by the way, you are tired, and it is very dark outside, what is your big brother, that subconscious part of your mind, going to do? It's going to look for the truth out there. And the truth in that moment is, it is dark. And yes, you are feeling tired. Oh yes, and the weather forecast said it might be freezing cold tomorrow. Freezing. Freezing could lead to I might slip. Whew. So your subconscious will find and pick up on all the topics related to your current thinking. And don't just think this works only with winter. <laughs> it works with everything. The subconscious mind will notice if you're in a mood of, uh, I'm not really going to do my hill training today. Uh, I'm not really going to do the fart leg training today. Uh, I'm just not a good runner. Your subconscious part of the brain will look for information to prove that you are not a good runner. Next thing you're going to be remembering, yep, that time you had that DNF, there you go, I remember it. And then it's going to remember that time when you all went out for a 10K and you had a dropout at kilometer four because you weren't feeling well. Wow, or you're going to remember that the training plan that you bought for a lot of money and it's just lying around at home or that book you bought where you're going to change your diet. And so your subconscious mind Part of the brain is going to remind you of all the failures because you, with your conscious part, are giving it that instruction. So reverse the process. Winter running isn't nice. We don't need to, we don't need to pretend the world is wonderful. But how about developing a new attitude? Yes, it is winter, but I'm going to train. I'm going to make the effort. I'm going to find a way to make it happen. I'm going to find a way that I can train in a street where the risk of slipping on ice is minimal. I am going to invest in some torch, in some <clears throat> reflective jacket. So I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, I'm going to minimize the chance of being run over. And if, and if you're scared of the dark and you need to find, you need to go run with your dog. You need to go find somebody else to run with. But then, if you're in this thinking, in that mode, your subconscious part of the brain is going to help you find solutions, is going to help you find options. And what's that going to do? It's going to create a circle because then you're going to start to get invigorated. You're going to start to unravel that motivation. Hey, you're going to be motivated after the next two, three times you've gone out. That motivation is going to grow inside of you. And next thing, 
Going out to run in winter isn't going to be the worst thing anymore. And what's then going to happen? You're going to come out, it's going to be spring, and you are already fit. You already have put in the miles. You're already miles ahead fitness-wise, and you're really going to enjoy participating in, be it virtual races, be it real races, just be it running for yourself in the springtime rather than ending up running around in springtime and complaining and moaning about the excess weight that you're carrying about oh, I'm just not fit enough or comparing your 10k to well I've had better times than this and dragging yourself down and I really want to inspire you that you apply this method that you start with your conscious part of the brain looking for solutions thinking in solutions and looking at ways how you're going to make it happen, whatever your goal is, whatever your target is. And then you're going to be like me, whistling along in spring and getting an excellent time. Really, I've had my personal best. <laughs> 50 years old and I've got my personal best on a distance. I worked for a long, long time. I'm extremely proud with myself. What's that going to do? It's going to build me up for more. And I've had this as well with coaching clients that were younger. I've had this with coaching clients which were going for an ultramarathon. I've had this experience with clients that went just for a 3K. And that type of feeling is what I want you to participate in. I want you to experience that. Hey, I hope my podcasts help you with reaching your goals and your run dreams and your hopes and aspirations that you have. And I really look forward to you joining me again next week. My name is Heiko. Remember, God bless you and take it easy.